I'm Siri Lindley, two-time world champion, author, speaker, animal activist, survivor, and thriver. I have found a way to overcome every challenge and to take the impossible and make it possible. On my podcast, we're going to talk real life. We're going to get vulnerable. We're going to go first. You're not alone in your fears, your doubts, or your worries. The most successful people in the world have them. Stick with me on this journey. I will help you harness your power, claim your magic, and create the life that you dream of. Okay, everyone, today we have the ultimate blessing of having Sabrina Lloyd here with us. Sabrina Lloyd is an executive coach, an entrepreneur, a self-made millionaire, and CEO and founder of Lloyd Agencies, which was voted one of the top 10 places to work in all of Chicago. Sabrina, thank you for being here. You're amazing and such a gift to have you on the show. Well, thank you. And it's, you know, I always say like we become our company. So it's an honor and a privilege to be in the company of you, which you just emulate greatness. So thank you. Uh, It's just, I've been so excited for this conversation. And one of the things that I so love and admire about you, I often talk about how important it is to go first. You get to decide what you're capable of, what's possible for you, what you, what life you want to live, basically. And I feel like you have done that your entire life. And can you please, Sabrina, talk to us about going first and how you have found the bravery and the courage to always do that? I love that you're asking me this because a lot of people in business, they have this like backwards thinking of, you know, let someone else do it, let them get, you know, all the arches in their back or the arrows in their back or whatever the saying is, I'm glad I don't even really know it, right? But you know, what happens in business is when you have this mentality, it's like you you actually hold yourself back from taking risks, from putting yourself out there. And I really believe, you know, leadership is a visual thing, but the vision ultimately has to come from within. And sometimes what we look for is we're looking on the outside. Okay, when this person does something, now I have permission to do it. And the greatest thing that I was able to do was I was raised by a father that didn't have me like competing with guys. So when I got into business, You know, I really understood. I didn't need to see a female doing it to think that I got this. Like, I'm going for it. I want to do everything different. I want to be innovative. When someone tells me I can't do something, I'm like, oh, now we have a reason to get it done. So I love that you say this because the vision has to come from within. And this is why you need to spend time with yourself because you you have something special inside of you that someone else doesn't have. And in a world where everyone is comparing themselves and we're watching and we're spectating, you often don't pull out what's inside of you because we become this like comparing culture. So I love that you asked this because I really believe in people taking the time to sit down with themselves and say, what is it that I see for myself and go after it? And while you're doing this, don't compare yourself to another person's journey, because if you're the first one, 
the blessing of that is that you have no one to compare it to. That's how you dominate in the space that you're in. Boom. Okay. So powerful. And I see, I grew up like you, I feel. I never thought, so I'm a female. Why can't I play on the baseball team? Like I'm going to play baseball. I'm going to play football. I'm going to do whatever I dream of doing. To what do you attribute that mindset of just saying, I can do whatever I dream of doing? Because I think you're right. I think so many people, if it hasn't been done before, they think it's not possible. But for you, and, and I've had this, this, this thing as well, where I just feel like if I want to do something, I'm going to go find a way to make it happen. So to what do you attribute that that outlook on life and that knowing that you can do things that are impossible if you have that burning desire to make it happen. Yeah, so I believe in the most powerful F word in the world, right? I am a big person on faith. And you know, what I've always learned is that faith is believing when common sense tells you not to, right? And, you know, if I go back to my upbringing, and I think it's important for all of us to do this, right? You know, when when you look at how you were raised, it does start to put a certain energy onto you. And I'm grateful that I was raised by a very, very tough father and he expected the most out of us. But what I was blessed to be able to do was not take that in a bad way, but to see the blessing behind it. And so, you know, I had two other sisters, so I never had this like competitive spirit where I thought like, maybe if we, we, maybe if my parents had a son, it would have been different. Who knows? Right. So it's a combination. I think it's my upbringing, but then I also think it's, you know, my faith and knowing that I do have a higher purpose. I really listen to my internal voice instead of being like swayed by the outside noise of the world. And I honestly feel like this is what I see a lot of people hurting with today. You know, they're so consumed by what everyone thinks of them. And then what happens is like that means there's it's testing your faith. Any challenge that you have, any obstacle that you're met with, I believe is a test of my faith. Right. So I don't let it shut me down. I say, well, if I really am a person of faith, then this is my chance to prove this right you know, this is my chance to showcase that I I really do believe in myself and a higher power, all these things that come together for me to achieve what it is that's within me, that, that burning desire inside of myself. I love that. And I love how you also say it's faith in yourself. And what I see in you, what I also love, another thing I love about you is this fearless authenticity. You know who you are. You know what you want, you know what matters to you, and you don't let anything sway you from that. And I think that is the most powerful thing. And it's something that I'm encouraging everyone that I have access to, please just go back home to who you are and live fearlessly authentic. And what you are capable of from there is just beyond your imagination. Now you talk about your upbringing. Um, I was reading, researching you and reading about how your parents wanted you to become a doctor. Is that right? But you were not into that. Can you share that story? 
Yeah. So, you know, my whole life and, and it was actually a dream of mine. So this is why life you kind of have to be able to like navigate with it. But my whole life, you know, when I was small, I was reading. And when I when I'm talking about like, you know, five and six and seven year olds were interested in cartoons. I was reading chemistry books like my parents were in the healthcare industry. So I was just I loved learning about science. Science, it still is my passion. I love science. And so, you know, in university, I was like, I was just on this course. And if you came to me at, you know, any age, like 24 and under and said to me, you know, you're not going to become a doctor, I would have looked at you dead in your face and say, you have no idea who I am. Like, that's just not happening. But what happened was like life, threw a major curveball at me and, you know, I had a falling out with my parents and it was at the time devastating to me. And I had to like reinvent myself because of necessity. You know, I was forced to, you know, live on my own, pay for all my bills, all this stuff, moving to the United States from Canada. I had, uh, you know, no help. So I came into the sales arena because I knew people in sales made lots of money. And at the time I was like, well, I can make money, pay my way through medical school. And what happened is I just took off. You know, I did really, really well. And I made a commitment to myself that I would do this for 10 years. And I don't know why I did that, but I really locked in because I didn't, I never believed in being a dabbler at anything that you were doing. So I just encourage people that if you do ever find yourself in a rough place and you have to make an, you know, an adaptation or an adjustment, whatever you're doing, give it your all, you know, because when you have this mentality of like, well, if this doesn't work out, then I'll go back to this. You know, I remember writing down my goals in this like most difficult time in my life and writing down like in 10 years, I will reevaluate my situation and decide if I want to go to medical school or not, you know? And so when my 10 year anniversary came, you know, I had, I had kids, I had like a whole bunch of a successful business. And then I was like, you know, actually I'm good. I don't need to go to medical school. I'm good. And then, you know, I still love science and I actually, I apply a science brain to business. And I truly believe that's why I'm very successful in business because of the logic and the reasoning that I have. That is amazing. And isn't it amazing how you can have the most painful thing in your life happen. And in the moment, it feels like everything's just so awful, but it turns into your destiny, basically. And I mean, it's such amazing advice that you're giving the all in. I love that. No matter what you're doing, go all in. Um, With your parents, were you like, where are you at now with your parents? Have you reconciled and and how did that all come about? Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was really difficult because I was raised in such a close knit family and it was like, it was devastating to me because I felt like everyone turned their backs on me and kind of like I was left all alone to like figure things out. And looking back, I really saw the blessing in that because Had I had my family around me as close as they were, 
you know, it, they maybe would have steered me in another direction. I wouldn't have taken the chances that I had. If I had a bad day in a new career, they would have said like, what are you doing? This isn't for you go back. And, you know, so in that period where I was really isolated, uh, I, at the time, I, I call that grace. Like it's, yes. it's a blessing that we don't even know is there serving us. And so, you know, for, for me, it was important that I, I reconciled with my parents, but in that moment, I was so focused on just like survival and doing well that I had to like compartmentalize that. Right. And then, you know, when, I, when I had children, it really, it really, changed. You know, I, I really started looking at things from a different perspective. And I, I really understand as a mother now that like our parents do the best that they know how to do. And I really believe that our parents are like genius in their own way, you know, with what they have to deal with. And we can only notice this, like looking back in the moment, we think they're our enemy. We think they're out to get us. And so I have a, I have a great relationship with my parents right now. And, you know, they are amazing grandparents uh, to our children. Sometimes I look at them, I'm like, who are you? I don't know who that is (laughs) and where that niceness came from. Cause I didn't get any of that, but it's a joy to experience and you know how everything, if you just have a trust that everything will work out in the end. And you don't harbor negative feelings because I, I don't at all. Like I've completely released any negativity that I, that I had. I did have it at the time, you know, but I don't have that anymore. And I just feel like I see everything working, you know, for me towards uh, that end goal, which, which all worked out very nicely. Amazing. I mean, basically everything happened to lead you to who you are today, which is totally. this extraordinary, successful, amazing human being. Um, so that's that's an incredible story. So along this road, that first 10 years that you committed to the sales, at what point did you decide you wanted to be your own boss? And, and what made you feel like you, you wanted to be your own boss? You wanted to be the one in charge. What led to that? Yeah, so, you know, I started to learn about leadership. And when I started reading about, you know, personal development, and then I took it to this higher level of of leadership. And it just, it really made me understand like the power that we all have to make other people better instead of just ourselves, right? It's one thing to focus on personal development. Like I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to get more for myself, but what leadership is, it's like, it's, it's personal development on steroids, right? It's like the higher level, the higher calling of it when you can impact another person's life. And, and I believe that leadership is a responsibility, right? You have to be, because you can be a bad leader. I've seen it, you know, I've, I've experienced some of that. And, and that's why it calls on you to examine yourself. You know, you essentially attract who you are, you know, leadership, shows you all the things you have wrong inside of yourself that you have to correct and then work on with other people. And so for me, I think that it's cool to be an entrepreneur now. Back then it wasn't cool. It was just really scary and no one would ever do this. Like, 
you know, if you have something that's comfortable, stay where you are. And so I, I took a chance and I wanted to be able to experiment. I, I believed in myself that I could make an impact on people that I could effectively change them and develop them for the better. You know, what I've come to realize in leadership, it's really funny is that we, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing, but you can never take away that the power is always with the person, right? Mm -hmm. And so if the person is not open to change, if they're not open to allowing their environment or another person to change them, then it's unfortunate that it doesn't work that way. But, you know, when I go back to saying that leadership is visual, I believe that we can all show people in the world that you were once here and look at what you overcame. And then you become inspiring. So when someone is in that bad place and they're thinking like, what is the point? Why would I even try? You know, they look at you and, and if you show them what you used to be and how it used to be, they're like, okay, well, if you did it, I can do it too. And I think that's how we change the world, you know, a person at a time. Instead of just thinking like, I want to revolutionize the world, which I used to think, you know, <laughs> I was, you know, I believe now that we can change the world one person at a time. Oh, I totally agree. And that's so powerful. Um, in the beginning, because so many talk about, so many people say, well, I don't know if I do believe I can do that, you know? And I feel like even when I think of some of the things that I achieved, did I really believe I could? There was like this tiny seed, just this tiny seed that lived inside of me that made me feel like there was a chance. Did you always have the belief that you could achieve all the amazing things that you've achieved? Or did yours start kind of like just this little gut feeling um, and how did you build that belief to really take, you took some big risks and I was going to actually ask you, like, what was, what was the biggest risk that you had to take and how did you have the confidence and the belief to take that risk? Yeah, I think that it is not easy, but I'm really good at focus. You know, I'm really good at shutting out noise. And then, you know, I think for a lot of people, especially today, right? How do you shut off noise? Can you turn your phone off? Can you walk away from it? You know, cause how can you, you could be going down a certain path and then you're on Instagram and you read a quote and then it messes up your train of thought and it gets you going in a different direction. So, you know, looking back, I'm so grateful. I never had social media. I'm so grateful that you know, there wasn't a phone that was a computer in my possession. There was a phone that we had to pay a lot of money for to make calls and all this stuff. So today, I think it is a lot more challenging. But what you do is you flip it to see the, the benefits, right? Today, you have more access to people that you would have never been able to connect to in the past, right? Today, you have more access to information. So what I had to hunt for, for information, it was so little. And so what that allowed me to do was it allowed for me to grow my focus when I'm training my team. And if I'm working with anyone from the beginning, the first thing that I tell them is 
I really just impart that you have to have the ability to focus. You have to have the ability to like concentrate your efforts, you know, look at it in, in a timeline, but don't think that you have forever. Don't beat yourself up short-term, like trust the process. I'm really big on process and systems, but then at the same time, you've got to do it with a sense of urgency and then not get sidetracked by all, all the noise of the world. And for a lot of people too, I don't know if it's this time or everyone just has a microphone. Everyone's so opinionated, right? (laughs) And everyone believes like my opinion is the rule, is the law. And so I think that you have to be opinionated for what you believe. So when you think about like, where does that come from? I was my biggest cheerleader. I really was. And if, if no one believed in me, I learned to believe in myself. And I really just wanted to, I wanted to prove to myself that I could do things. Now that doesn't mean I did it alone, right? I was blessed with great mentorship. And that's why, like, if you have the ability to mentor someone, if you are in a leadership position, take it very seriously because you could change someone's trajectory of their life, right? And so when I did struggle through things, I always reached out for help. I never, ever, and I still don't feel like I have all the answers. And, you know, as much as we learn, I think the best people on planet earth are constantly learning. They never get that. I have arrived disease. And so I think for me, every time I read about other people's journeys, just reading about your journey it's like we have these common things that we, we, you know, that unite us. And so I think it's really important for people to have focus and then to be your own cheerleader because people, sometimes the closest people to you can not be your cheerleader. And it doesn't mean they don't love you. They just don't understand what's inside of you or what you're going through. And so if that voice inside of you is not louder than the voices outside, that's something you have to strengthen with time, right? That's like a, it's a muscle that you have to build in yourself Mm -hmm. and you do it in challenging times. You, it's not when it's easy, when it's easy, it's easy to believe in yourself, right? When your world and like the roof and the floor, it's all falling in, like it's, it's a, it's an opportunity for you to build that muscle. And I encourage everyone to, to use that opportunity to do it. Cause next time when something happens, you have evidence that look at what you did then. So you could do it again and you can get through it. Amazing. And that's where your faith comes in too. faith in yourself times that you've overcame when you didn't think you could before times you've achieved things you didn't think that you could that faith in yourself and in your path, I think is so incredibly important. Now, what about I I wasn't going to ask you this, but you have kids, you've got Lloyd agencies, which is incredible. And I love, can you share with the listeners what Lloyd stands for? Because I love this. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's funny too, because when you think of Lloyd, you think of insurance, right? It's a, it's an insurance name, but what I I wanted to take it a a step further. And so we made it an acronym for leaving a legacy of your dreams. And for me, the reason why I did this was because 
we focus a lot on goals and getting people to have something that's driving them instead of creating a work environment where it's like your boss pushing you all the time, be driven by the goals that you have. I always tell my team, you know, I've been in this industry. This is going to be my 17th year in this industry, right? I always tell my team, not one day in my entire career did anyone ever call to motivate me. Not one single day did anyone say like, you know, you can do it. Just keep going. And and I think like we're looking for so much outside motivation yes. all the time. But if you spend the time to know like what your dreams are, mm-hmm. and, and this is why I say like your dreams, leaving a legacy. So your dreams can't be small. What is a legacy? It's something that supersedes you. It's something that you did that is so big that you can't even reap all the benefits of it. It spills on into your next generation. And so if you have that for yourself, you can't afford to get discouraged, right? Your dreams are so big that it, it wakes you up earlier than everyone else, right? It gets you going to sleep later than everyone else. No one has to call you and say like, hey, are you up? Are you working? You know, especially in today's world, you know, where a lot of people are working at home. Can you get yourself back on track? Right. You can go to the the kitchen. You know, no one's watching you. No one knows what you're doing. Right. You can get very distracted. But what will pull you back into getting like serious is if you have dreams that are really, really deep and that want to be passed down from generation to generation. And so insurance kind of naturally lines up with that because it's a, it's a, it's a wealth that you're passing down, but even your dreams can pass down. You know, I always look at for our children, they're watching me. One thing I received from my uh, parents was enormous work ethic. You know, I, I didn't spend as much time as most people did with their parents. And I didn't look at that. Like it was a bad thing. My parents were working really hard My father, at one time, I remember he was working three different jobs at the same time. And I would see him come home from work and like vomit and then take a shower and then go back out there and work another eight hour shift at another job. And I would, you know, this is, this is ingrained into me. So, so now for me, I don't have work ethic issues. And so for my children, I always think about what their eyes see. Like, I don't want them seeing me doing nothing. Like I want them seeing me do stuff and, and push it on a Saturday and a Sunday. I always make sure they see me working or contributing or adding some value to myself instead of just lofting around. And, and, you know, because I really believe we're, we're molding them in that moment. And my legacy is for them to, for that to also pass down work ethic you know, not just money, but what skills do I have? You know, what characters, what traits, what attitudes do I have? And those things drive me. You know, I very well could say, you know what? And believe me, it creeps up every now and then. I always, I'm looking, I love Italy, right? So I'm always thinking I'm just going to go there and, <laughs> and cook and eat. But I, I don't know. I haven't done it yet because I feel like there's just so much more that we can do. And, and the kids are watching. The kids are watching. So I got to live. I got to live for that legacy and that dream now. I mean, it's just amazing what you're not only passing down to your kids, but what I 
imagine and know you do with all the people that work for you and with you is not just the work ethic, but, but having, you know, being your own biggest cheerleader, that personal accountability of getting out of bed, like even if you are working from home, you're still waking up at 6 a.m. to do your workout, to, to go do the work that needs to get done because you have these dreams, you have this vision, you have this legacy that you wanna pass on. And that personal accountability I feel is, is so huge as, an, as a triathlon coach, coaching people in other areas, I feel that can be so hard for people. And what do you think is the missing ingredient for people that just can't seem to hold themselves accountable? They just are waiting for someone else to tell them what they need to do or what they should be doing. What piece do you think is missing for those people? Yeah, I think you really have to spend some time with yourself. You know, I, I'm just a big advocate of this because when you have a sense of certainty in your life, when there is like a, it, it's like a stronghold that overtakes you, that it doesn't matter what's going on on the outside. Like it, it, it comes from within. And I, I feel like we are such a superficial, you know, outside uh, in, you know, world right now that we have to like, come back to like what's inside, you know? And then I always say this to my team, go deeper than most, right? Everyone's doing just enough. Everyone is superficial. How will you stand out? What will make you exceptional? If you just go the extra mile, if you go deeper than most, you will stand out. You know what happens when you give yourself the gift of victory? This is why I believe in winning, you know, for, for us and our team, it's a winning culture. It's a yes. winning environment, you know, play to win. Don't just play to say like, well, it was a good game. I, you know, this is a powerful word to say that I hate something, but I hate when people say try, I can't stand it. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm repulsed by it. Right. I, I rather you say the other F word, right? Yes. So for me, like, I, I just believe that, uh, if you, if you are convinced, if there's a stronghold inside of you, if you are experiencing a victory, small victory in the beginning, don't expect like it all to come together, but those are the things that will, you build your encouragement off of. And that's the stuff that you have to, to remember and call back on when you are getting distracted, because for a lot of people today, it, it is, it is difficult, you know, it is difficult, but again, go back to like, what is the blessing? Look at how much access you have. Look at how much information you have. You know, just the fact that you and I are able to connect right. in this moment in time you know, imagine if we didn't, if we didn't have all the technology and all the, you know, connections that we have through media and companies, how would we have ever met? Exactly. You know, how would we have ever crossed paths? And for people that are listening to this conversation, think about what you're gaining access to, right? The knowledge. And so it's for you to implement. You know, no one can implement knowledge except you for yourself, right? Because if they force it on you, you won't like it, right? Yeah. I always say this, if, if, uh, if you had the most beautiful, if you're a steak lover, beautiful steak in front of you, if someone's forcing you to eat it, you won't like it, mm -mm. right? But if, if you 
it's just what information is. If you go and devour it and you enjoy it and then you implement it, like it will nourish your body differently. So I think that's incredibly important for people to understand. Like you, you have to understand how powerful you are in the equation instead of saying, well, it's an outside thing. And when I get this, then it will work out. And when this happens, then it will work out. No, let it come from within, not from, you know, outside. Yeah. And I love that going within to find out what about this matters to you. Like, why are you doing this in the first place and getting away from the superficial, like, oh, well, I need to pay my bills. No. Why are you really doing this? Like what, Matt, what are your, what, what do you value most in life? Is it making a difference in another's life? Well, you can do that no matter what job you have, find a way to do that through the work that you're doing and you'll connect that much deeper to it. Um, the all in thing, I, I totally agree. Um, and I think that that's just so important for everyone to know. How will you ever know what you're capable of if you don't try to just go for it and go all in? And on the other side of that, if you go all in and it doesn't work out, well, then you know a lot quicker that that's not meant for you or that person's not meant for you or that whatever that is. So this is just such powerful stuff here, Sabrina. And I want to thank you so much. Your biggest goal now, I mean, you've done so much and I know you say go to Italy and eat and I know that's probably not going to happen for another 10 years or something because you just have too much fire in you, girl. Um, what else is there that you dream of achieving? Yeah, so this is, um, this is so it's the question of my life right now because, you know, and I think this is where I'm going to go into my real stride of life. Like what I've done in the past will fail in comparison to the impact that I'll make in the future. Because, you know, when I had a daughter, something shifted inside of me like it. And, and there's a deeper emotional connection to it. You know, for me, it's about being an example for girls around the world, you know, for that you can be a person that doesn't have to, you know, do what most people think you have to do. Let me be a responsible example for what is capable of, of happening. And I, I believe that there are so many girls in the world that, you know, we take for granted in North America, the opportunities that we have, right? And there's, there's another girl in another part of the world that would love, love, they would probably give their arm to be in the chair that we're sitting in right now. So that is what drives me. It's what wakes me up and keeps on pushing me because that girl doesn't want to go to Italy and eat. They want, they want it all. They're like in it. They're like, if you let me come to this country and have what she has, I'll go for it all. And so it drives me. It really does. Because I think that this is, there's never been a better time in human history to give it your all. If you're a man, if you're a woman, whatever you are, there's nothing holding you back except you. You couldn't say that 50 years ago. You couldn't say that a hundred years ago. There were real things holding people back. If you had it in your mind, I don't care. There would be literally like physical barriers to success. So 2022, like, and beyond what is actually stopping you right now, but you. And so I, I really wake up in the morning and, and I am driven by that. You know, I wake up 
because, you know, having three small children, you've got to, I have to still find the time alone. I wake up before the sun every day. And I really just invest that time, you know, with myself to, to get my day ready to, to be able to make an impact. And so I want to be able to affect on a global level, um, just be an example of what can happen if you give your all, give your all. And, and I think a lot of people feel that, but do you wake up early enough to explore it? Do you, you know, do you read enough? Do you invest enough? Do you, you know, don't just look at what you feel, look in your life and hold yourself accountable to what you're doing. Yes. You know, cause we're such a feeling world right now. Like I feel this, I feel that when I have conversations with people and they're like, well, I feel this. I'm like, well, actually, what are we doing right now? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not negating the feelings and the emotions, but we have to, we have to hold ourselves accountable through actions. What are we doing? And so every day, you know, honestly, if I woke up at six o'clock, I would be like, oh my gosh, I would be panicking. <laughs> Wait, I wake up at 4 a.m. every day before the sun and I make sure I plug in so that I have more to give. I really know this, but you cannot give what you do not have, what you do not possess. And so if you want to be an example in this world, you better fill yourself up with so much good because when life squeezes you, what's inside of you is going to come out. And if there's nothing good to come, if you're not putting anything good inside of you, life is going to squeeze all of us. Then unfortunately, nothing good is going to come out. Not much will come out if you don't put anything in, right? So just refuel. That's why watching, you know, and paying attention to your guests that you interview and who you're giving access to people is so important because put yourself in the arena to hear productive and positive things. It's like fueling up with the good. And, you know, if, if you're doing things and you're not thinking about how is this adding value to me, then stop doing it. Just stop. You don't have to do it. You can in that moment say, wait, this is a waste of time. It's not benefiting and stop what you're doing and do something that is adding value to you. Sabrina. Oh my gosh. Listeners, thank you for being here. So much gold was dropped here today. I mean, I could talk to you for another hour and a half, but I so respect your time and your energy. Sabrina, thank you. This has just been beyond my hopes. And everyone out there, listen to what Sabrina has to say. She is one of the most incredible executive coaches. Obviously, everything that she has achieved on her own is so inspiring. Each and every one of you has that same ability within you if you listen to what Sabrina is telling you that can get you there, going inside, knowing what matters to you, believing in you, focusing on what matters most and believing that nothing is impossible. Sabrina, you are the most powerful example. Thank you for being you and I can't wait to see you again soon. Thank you. And we will. We will connect very soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sabrina. Thank you for listening and sharing this precious time with me. 
Please remember to subscribe and to leave me a review. You can find me on Instagram at Siri Lindley, Facebook Siri Lindley, and Twitter at Seltz, S-E-L-T-S. You can also reach me via email at info at Have an amazing day and shine on.